Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Green, and I'm joined by a man who's just double-checking the details of his visa, my co-captain Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to the boys and girls out there on board the listenerships. As always, Greeno, the blockheads in their fucking millions tuning in around the world. Tuning except, in around the world. Except for Novak Djokovic, though. Except for yeah, Novak. What's Novak doing now? Is he is he in an uh, offshore detention camp? You, you, let's you hope so. Let's hope so. Let's yeah. hope. Let's. Uh, I'm looking forward to to Novak uh, spending the next seven or eight years while uh, they're trying to process his application to get into the country. Doing hard uh, labour. Same- Doing hard labour on some little island somewhere out in the Pacific. Yeah, got to keep out those boats, Damo, including the ones that Novak's on. Yeah. Um, what? Novak Screeno, I think, you know, that mm, someone mentioned correct. that on Twitter the other day. And now, once, since I've uh, been alerted to that, now I can't stop thinking about it. Novak's. Maybe this that is was, all just uh, a stunt. That, that was uh, the, the rankings, number one, Kimmy. Mm. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah, it was too. Sure was. Uh, Damo, uh, Christmas, we've had a couple of weeks off. So, uh, news has happened since, mm. since, since we've been gone. We need a since we've been gone soundbite. Yeah, okay. Well, give me a chance rusty. just We're to rusty. settle in here. I mean, we just got back. Nah. It's been two weeks. Yeah. I love dead air. <laughs> got there in the end, didn't we? There we go. Nice one. Uh, give yourself a nice Gary. Thank you, sir. Nice back into the swing. I know where that one is. I know where that one is, mate. Yeah. Yeah, that one's on, on speed dial. Yes, it um, is. Sad, for some reason, we keep on opening the show with fucking sad celebrity news. But yeah. uh, since we've been gone, mm-hmm. uh, sad, sad news uh, last week where uh, word came out. Barry White. Barry White. That's not Barry White, though. That's Elton John, mm. who is not Barry White. But he'll be dead soon, no. too, I think, probably. Elton. Enough. Uh, 99 years young, unfortunately. Barry just, just missed out on the ton. Yeah. Uh, so close. And so much love, Barry, Barry White. No. You know, a lot of people really loved him, so it was a shame, you know, to lose him. But 99, it's pretty good. Barry. It's pretty good innings, yeah. Like I said, he would have been, he would have been disappointed though uh, to, to not be able to get that those triple figures yep. to get to get bowled out there in the late nineties. Can I say? Uh, can I say yeah. that he's doing karaoke versions of his own songs in heaven, Greener? Let's hope so. Let's yeah. hope so. I think he'd be running the karaoke event personally. Today, you reckon least. he'd be the MC? Yeah. yeah, I think so. He'd be like, uh, up next, we've got uh, Elvis going to do a bit of Bruce Wayne shoes for <laughs> for all the boys down there. Yeah. Not quite deep enough for Barry, though, is it? Not quite. I, I think no. I've got to work on my on my Barry White. Yeah, I know. Impression. So it was it was very I'm, sad news. Obviously, you know, the whole world was talking about it. Grant, there was no mistaking it. Really, I mean, everyone knew that oh, Barry no, White passed away. Hundred percent. It was it was front page news all around the world. Uh, exactly. Much beloved figure. Like you're not going to fuck that up, are you? No, like, definitely. Going to make sure you get that right. Yeah. So we're um, going to be paying tribute to Barry tonight. Uh, because throughout of the that. course of the show, yeah. definitely some Barry White tributes uh, to, to farewell the legend, to farewell the great man. Yeah. Uh, with that said, Damo, mm. uh, a couple of other things that have popped up since since we've been gone. Yep. Um, oh, you want it again? Know, okay. Yeah, let's do it again. You, you sorry, you now, paused for a fraction of a second, so I assume that was you saying press the fucking button. So press the press the button. That's correct. A okay. uh, couple of muted words of the week. I got to throw oh, out yeah. there that have popped up. Since we're being gone, uh, first one: rapid antigen testing is banned okay. on this show. We're going to mute it. It's okay. muted now. Hang on, you got to explain just in case, you know. So, <laughs> muted word of the week is when you're scrolling on Twitter because you believe, yep. like, you know, your personal Twitter experience. Twitter isn't doing enough 
to block sort of negative news that you don't want to know about. So you're taking it now upon yourself. If you see some phrase or something that's repeatedly popping up on your timeline, you just go straight Mm -hmm. into the muted phrases, fuck it off. So anyone who tweets that is now invisible to you. Yeah, it's ruining my day, ruining my timeline. Once again, I only like talking about a few different things. I like baseball, I like tit, and I like cricket. Tit. Aside from that. <laughs> just one yeah. tit. Just one. <laughs> just one. Yeah. I don't need two. One will do. Yeah. Um, what a, what a mix, though. Baseball, it. tit, and cricket. And cricket, and then some 80s films. If yeah. you talk about those four topics, we're, we're happy days, right? Mm. But and, and then footy season, we'll talk footy. Mm. But uh, anything outside that realm that I see – that's overtaking my time. If people want to talk about something like randomly, I'll let that slide. Okay. okay. I've no dramas with that. But when it starts to flood my timeline, mm. if it's not one of those four topics, baseball, tit, cricket, and 80s movies, yeah. I'm I'm gonna have to mute it. So the first one is rapid antigen testing has ruined my timeline <laughs> for the better part of two weeks. Right. And did you now, also did you also uh block out though the subsequent like other forms of it? So I've seen rat testing is Going rats, around yeah, a lot. Rats been muted. So rats, you've muted rat as well. Muted. Now, are you yeah. at all concerned that, you know, in your effort to block rat testing on Twitter, you might mm-hmm. accidentally block rat and just say, what happens if there's like a plague of rats or other biblical end of world time events going on in I your particular suburb? I assume I'll be covered by mouse plague. Really? So you, you got mouse plague, did you, on the insurance? Wow. No, as in like the, the term mouse plague will still exist in my timeline. So uh, any any kind of phrases in relation to the rats per se, right. then different story, I'll, I'll still be covered. You'll be relying um, You'll be relying on someone to probably misreport it. Maybe a Buzz Rothfield or someone, Greta. They might mis, correct, misreport yeah. the rat plague as a mouse plague and then you'll get the gist of it anyway. Correct. Spot on. Or you could just get a cat. Uh, so that, you could. Yeah, we won't. You won't. But we could. You could. Yeah, get a big one though, uh, like a <laughs> like a panther or something. Yes, a bit. Yeah, it's got to be a proper one. Something's going to really fuck up the neighbourhood. I like it. Yeah, just let it's it really roam free, yeah. taking care of the mice yeah. and the rats and the small children. Mm. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. You could be on your winner. You know, I know nothing about. I know nothing about felines. You know nothing about pest control. Between us, fixed it. Nice, Gary. Ah, uh, the other one that's been ruining my timeline, Damon. I had to mute it. Mm. Wordle. I don't Wordle. know what a Wordle is. Oh. I don't know what a Wordle is. I don't know why I'm getting these weird graphics where these there's a random cubes and people telling me about Wordle, but it had to be muted, Damo. Can you explain the Wordle? Do you know what Wordle is? I, well, me- that's a difficult question to answer. So I'll, I'll tell you what, little impromptu story time. I like stories <laughs> about pinatas. So earlier in the week, someone sent me a, a Wordle thing, and I'd never okay. seen it before. And I didn't know what it was. And they said, here, try this. And I'm like, okay. So I opened it and I looked at it for like five minutes, I reckon, while I was having my morning cigarette out the back. I'm just like, just looking at it. Another drag on my cigarette. Go back to looking at it. And, you know, when I finished my cigarette, I stubbed it out in the ashtray. And then I replied Mm -hmm. to the person who sent me this. And I said, look, I don't know what this fucking is. (laughs) I don't know what I'm supposed to do with it. (laughs) So I'm just not going to do anything. (laughs) Okay. Something along those lines. Muted it. Yeah. Something along those lines. So it turns out it's some kind of little trendy puzzle thing that everyone does. So you have to replace a word here and, you know, or a letter is getting used here and it's not there. I don't fucking know. I was never into Sudoku either. I I still don't know. I was going to say, it sounds like this generation's Sudoku. Yeah. And I mean, you know, remember there was a a trend there a while there, like 
on the train or the bus and like 80%, this must have been before Twitter. There was like 80% yeah. of the people on there were doing Sudoku and shit on the bus and on the train. Right. Yes, but now they all was. look at their phones and go, oh, my God, Kelly is such a fucking bitch. You know, then yeah, they write shit like that relaxed. instead. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Joe Biden <laughs> instead yeah, of Sudoku. Insurrection. Um, yeah. Did you block so that one too? Because that would have that was going around oh, on Twitter today, mate. Yeah, uh, January six had to get muted pretty quickly. Yeah. Add that to the list. Yeah, very very quickly. Mm. Uh, which is unfortunate for anyone whose birthday might be January six. Yeah, know? yeah, that's a good point. Everyone. So if you if yeah. you're an American and you were born on January six, get in touch with us because I want to know now. Do you have family members who are like? Well, look, you know, happy birthday and everything, but can we really celebrate on a day like this? I mm. mean, you know, we're commemorating that horrible, horrible terrorist attack. It was a terrorist attack. I don't know if you know that or not. A terrorist oh, attack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, the, you know, the terrorist attack, you know, when they were walking around, you know, live streaming themselves going, hey, look, I'm in the Capitol. Hey, whoa. You know, and the old ladies, Greeno, those, remember those terrorists? I think I they were harboring. I think the the old ladies, though, you're not getting the full story, I think, when you read the news. You know what? I think those old ladies who were walking around the Capitol, Greeno, were actually like two teenagers with one on the shoulders of the other one. You know? Ah, we're talking old school. Yeah, we're yeah. talking uh, 1990s situational comedy action. Sneaking, I like it. sneaking into dirty movies, Greeno, R-rated films. Yeah. Or could be a bit of Scooby Doo action. You know, would have got yes. away with it. It wasn't those meddling kids. Pesky kids getting mask. into the Capitol, yeah. Greeno. The terrorists, yeah. not scary. No, Basically, scary. Scooby-Doo action. Yeah. So happy birthday to everyone who was, um, you know, celebrating along with the terrorists, Greeno. So uh, I just realised today you. is our our friend uh, Timmy Chin's birthday. Is it really? Oh, nice Gary to Timmy Chin. Nice Gary. nice Gary to Timmy Chin. Yeah. Till you mentioned like birthdays around this time, I think I know someone who's born today. Fucking Timmy Chin. There we go. So Timmy Chin gets a nice Gary happy birthday shout out. Yeah. Because I just remember it's his birthday. Beautiful. Uh Damo, let's do a bit of a Greeno story time. Okay. I like Damo stories story about pinatas. Now, New Year, everyone, uh, it wasn't a good 2021. Let's, mm. let's be frank. It wasn't a good 2020. It wasn't a good 2021. Everyone wanted to put 2021 in the review mirror and go, look, 2022, it's the year of prosperity. Uh, Everyone's know, doing see, the same thing. Everyone's doing the same thing they did at the end of 2020. A day ago, <laughs> yeah. but no, no, no. But they're like, no, nah, fuck it. We're, we're all good. We 2022. That's our year. We're gonna sa- we're gonna salvage this one. Everyone, tu- um, everyone's turning into Parramatta Eels supporters. They're like, all right, this is our year. Right, doesn't matter. It hasn't been good. It hasn't year. been good since the early 80s. But you 86. know what? I'm gonna turn it all around. <laughs> This is our year. Uh, that's how the world thought it. And I'm not saying, I'm like, look, you know, 20, 2022 can't be worse than 2021. We're going to have a good year. Yeah. Uh, has been a, an absolute kind of a week. Uh, <laughs> didn't get off to a good start. <laughs> so this is your, this, this is your 2022 this is, story. This is my introduction to 2022. All right. A preview. Uh, so day, 2022 preview. Day, day one. If this is what the year holds, just fucking shoot me now. <laughs> so day, day one. Before uh, the sun had even set, I think I've managed to break my finger. Really? Now, I can't go get medical help because you're not allowed to go to a hospital or a doctor anymore. 
uh, unless you, you go take a bunch of different fucking COVID tests that you can't get into no, anyway. That's right. You're not allowed to go to the doctor or the hospital or anymore unless you mm. are perhaps suspected of having COVID. <laughs> yeah, but you but can't get a test to confirm you got the COVID. That's right. So you so, can't go to the doctor's surgery until you get said test. Yeah. But you can't go to the test because there's no test to get. Right. So but, it's an interesting dynamic. And if there's no suspicion of you having COVID at all whatsoever, yeah. you're not allowed to go. So, but if, you, if you are suspected of having COVID, they will come and collect you and put you in like, yeah. you know, a poncho and wheel you mm. into the hospital straight away. You're straight in, Greeno. Yeah. So, you know, if you break your finger or you break your toe or something like that or what have you, maybe you put a, you know, a lot of people are doing DIY stuff. There's a lot of semi-lockdown mm-hmm. behavior happening out there already. If you just put like a staple yeah. gun through your hand or, you know, just some kind of accident fall off your ladder. You're better off telling them that you have you think you have COVID than you Got just fell off up. the ladder. Yeah, exactly. Spot on. Exactly. So interesting. So so the thing is normally what they're trying to do with the doctors is they're trying to do virtual consults. Right. Now, how are you gonna scan my finger to determine it's broken virtually is beyond me. Just stick your, time excuse me, sir. Just if you could just stick your finger in the USB port of your laptop. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well I'm just getting reading you, And then the doctor's looking at you down the camera going, making beeping noises. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, yeah. beep, 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 beep. Ah, you're fine, mate. Okay. Yeah, yeah we, got- we got the sniffles. You got a sniffle? You better come in. Uh, so, excuse that. me, doctor. How could you possibly get any kind of result from me sticking my finger in the USB port? Excuse me, are you attacking science? Are you attacking me? I know what I'm doing here. I am an expert. How dare you? Two weeks Spot lockdown on. for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sort of so, th- thing. Finger may be broken, can't tell. Uh, it's in a great deal of pain still a week later. So that's how it started. That's that's kind of middle of the day. Hmm. Now, in the lead up to New Year's, my wife who works in aged care, her facility had a COVID situation, which meant they went into a hard lockdown. Now, now I, didn't think you, I didn't think your wife was that old, Greeno. No, not to be in aged care. Works, work said in there. Um, oh, oh, she works so, it. For, oh, right. Okay. Works Pardon in there. Me. No. So that, that – that led to uh, circumstances where, uh, ironically, she ended up having to do more shifts mm. than she would have because there was Rona in there, which theoretically would <laughs> be like you'd want less people in there, right? But nonetheless, yeah. she ended up doing more shifts. Uh, so the original, that great, so that the great jobs creator, coronavirus creator. <laughs> oh, mate. Get people it's paid money and laid out. Money, money to be made on the Rona. Uh, it's big business. It is. So, <laughs> so you you could have got uh, in on you could have got in on the business too if you hadn't early. if you hadn't have blocked out rapid antigen testing on Twitter you would have made a million dollars by now. Yeah. We should have thought about this earlier. We need okay. to get a specific test. Would have been fine. starting block uh, branded so- uh, home COVID testing kits. Green. Can we get in on mm. this racket? Okay. Can, sure we can we have can we have your face your face on a yeah. testing kit when you stick him up your nose <laughs> a little greeno on the end of it? Well, that we would work. No, no, no. So, so what we'd have is we'd have uh, so you have two options. You, you yeah. stick it in there, and if you don't have the Rona, yeah. it pops up the boogie silhouette, right? Right. Because you're all good. You're you're undercover, yeah. but. If you got the Rona, you got the green man popping up. Yeah, and you're like better, better toddle yourself off to hospital. Yeah. Um, well, you better just go straight home and then start setting your wife on errands to go and collect groceries and shit. Yeah, and more tests. <laughs> and more tests. To be safe. Yeah, got to get the tests. Starting so- <laughs> block. Starting block branded tests only though. Exactly. Got to be those ones. Tests. Yeah. No, the original and the best. So, uh, but uh, that was like two days before New Year's. Now, in the lead up to New Year's, uh, I had the folks coming over. So, you know, got to make sure the house is in order. I, and you know me, when I host, 
Uh, I've got to, got to make sure there's a nice menu as well. A toast to the host uh, who can boast the most roast. Spot on. So I've got to make sure the house is looking good. I've got to make sure that the, the menu's looking sweet. I've come up with a couple of different things that I know that the, the fam will like. I'm like, oh, good, got that there. And I'm like, it's fine because uh, my wife was meant to be off for that whole long weekend. Okay. So I'm like, okay, look, here's, here's going to be her task. I've just got to work as well. Here's all my tasks. We'll be fine. Now, what ended up happening is suddenly Greeno's got to take up double our tasks and host because the wife's got to go do the, the mm. lockdown stuff. So all good, no drama. It's got the hosting done. We're all sweet. And then lo and behold, I didn't realize how much I'd worked myself, passed out from exhaustion New Year's Day after breaking my finger. Really? Okay. So I, I get woken up by my daughter going, Dad, you fell asleep in my bed. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I was trying to go to bed and you fucking fell asleep in my bed. I'm like, I didn't even realize. Fucking crashed out hard. What time of the realize. day was this? 6.30 p.m., something Ooh. like that. <laughs> The first chance you have to relax. So was it like 15 minutes after the last person left or something like that? Uh, It was literally five minutes after I finished dinner and cleaning up and getting the kids ready for bed. And I'm like, I'll read my daughter a bedtime story, which I normally do. I'm I'm just going to lay here for a second. And next thing I know, it's two and a half hours later and I'm being woken up by my daughter. Don't worry, sweetheart. Don't worry, sweetheart. Daddy's just resting his eyes. Exactly. So... Finally, get over that. So the exhaustion had kind of hit me. It took me another day and a bit to recover. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool, day three, back to work. We're all good. Okay. Wake up to a message from uh, the folks who popped over to go, turns out we're now close contacts and we went to your place. But because the testing's a week backed up, yep. we didn't realize that we were close contacts from a week ago and then came to your place. Oh. So suddenly now I've got my wife going into a lockdown situation. I've got my parents who are close contacts and they've all come to my house. And you know me, man, I'm a hermit. I don't leave my home. That's right. This is meant to be this is meant to be my sanctuary. This is meant to be my safety net. No evil presence shall exist. House. No evil spirit shall exist within these walls. No COVID, mm-hmm. no Chinese flu, nothing like that is going to get into your impenetrable bubble, Greener. Spot on. Yeah. So that situation happened. Thankfully, folks got their tests back and they were all good. No Rona. We're happy days. So we've moved on, but we had that kind of situation where we're like, okay, well, there we go. We got, we got now, now suddenly we've got a close contact situation. Okay. So then on the back of that, my wife's, uh, wife's car had to be due for a service. So I'm like, I'm going to book it in day one that they reopen because I figured it'd be less busy. They've just had a Christmas shutdown. We'll get in there, we'll get the car service. It was already kind of like 100K service, got to make sure it's all sorted. Knew there was going to be a couple of things that need to be done. Get it in there. They're like, look, you need new brake pads, uh, you need new rotors. Blah blah blah, twelve hundred. Like, uh, that's probably fuck, not too that's, bad. That's that's not too bad. I can deal with that. It's a hundred k service. I got to pay for a service. Got to get the rotors. Then I get a call because I'm like, oh look, this is doing this other thing where it's like jolting a little bit when I'm trying when I'm, when my wife's driving it. Like it's it's not struggling to get in the gears in the auto. Okay. I'm like, look, it's probably just the spark plugs were sweet. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do spark plugs anyway for the hundred k service. Excellent. We're all good. Then I get a call. Brand new transmission. Hope you've got eight grand lying around. Oh, nice, fucking hell. Yes. So, a new tranny, out, Greeno. <laughs> new tranny. And then, so I'm doing my research. Turns out the transmission is the most expensive thing by the engine you can replace in a car. And I'm like, pretty much. This has been a cunt of a week. <laughs> that is a shocking week. How old's the car? Uh, nine years old. So, uh, turns out the particular transmissions for the car I've got have faults they're uh, they're kind of lousy so what i'm hoping is i can uh you know 
milk it warranty wise and go, hey man, it's fucking shitty transmission. They should be lasting longer than nine years. Mm, Easily. Yeah. We'll see. Nonetheless. Yeah. Well, I don't. I just don't like your chances. I don't like your chances of them giving you anything. Giving you a fucking. No, I don't like it either. Nice Gary. I'm gonna go find eight grand from somewhere. Uh, It's gonna be an interesting couple of weeks. (laughs) So that's week one. So 2022, not off to a good start for Greeno. That's the end of Greeno's story. I like stories about pinatas. Terrible story, Greeno. Well, I've got a story. I can bring. I like stories about pinatas. I've got my own. Give me a give me a positive story. Okay, yeah, I, like I think it. I can. I think I can work one in there. So I've had Ooh. a little bit of an opposite experience in 2022. I did get sick at, right at the end of 2021, Greener, and I mean, like, I worked New Year's Eve and finished at about two o'clock in the afternoon, and there was no kind of hey, finishing work early. Hey, we're finishing early from work. Let's hit a couple of fucking tins, Greeno. You know, let's <laughs> kick back and relax. Let's fucking smoke one. Let's do whatever. There was none of that. It was log off and like, all right, I'm going to bed. And then went Ooh. to bed. Yeah, ended up waking up that night. Start got this fever, Greeno. So, <laughs> pardon me. And if you can still, there we go. Yeah, right. there it is, right there. <laughs> oh, pardon me. I'm back. Yeah. So, <clears throat> oh, no, look what we've done, Greeno. We've tempted fate here. Yeah. Uh, true. So yeah. Um. So yeah. Besides that, though, 2022, different experience. But before we got to 2022, Greener, I had this experience. Now, in the lead up to Christmas, there's generally a have rush we, have, here. Have we played the, uh, we played the story time? Yeah, we did. I like stories I about sure pinatas. Yeah, we played it to close my story. I just want to make sure. Once again, we've got to follow protocol. <laughs> safety first. Safety first. We've got to make sure we close story one. We believe in safety. Thank you this very much. Day, yeah, thank you for yeah. you know, alerting everyone's attention to that. That's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, in the lead up to Christmas, Greeno, when you're in Western Sydney, and I, I think probably a fair amount of other places around the country too, there's generally a dog-eat-dog kind of helter-skelter, savage, orgiastic pit of violence at every liquor store in the local area in the days leading up to Christmas and Boxing Day because obviously you've got two days back-to-back. Everyone needs to go and buy as much fucking grog as they can possibly stack in their cards, Greener. And you got and you got to prep for New Year's as well. Got to yeah, get in early. Absolutely. So you know this ritual. I've look. We've all lived it. We've we grew up in the same area. We know the routine. We know that mm-hmm. in that week leading up to Christmas, unless you're like you can get in there at like a nine a.m. or something like that, you're probably going to have to be queuing up. You won't be able to find a park. It's going to be a pain in the ass. The place is going to be yeah. packed. They're going to be stuff missing off the shelves. All of these problems, and mm-hmm. you know you've done it many many times. And uh, myself and the lady Boogs, we said to ourselves, you know what, this year. Why don't we make the COVID situation work for us? Because obviously the COVID situation is going to be, it's going to make the bottle shop run even fucking worse, Greeno. Oh, mate, you got to sign in. you got to show your, your passport. you got to uh, stand on a... one leg for five minutes. Well, you got you to get a nasal swab. you gotta, you got to stand on your head and do a spin. It's fucking all over the shop, the rules. I don't understand anymore. Well, and also you can only have a certain amount of people in the place. Which means ah, that the see, line is going to be fucking out the door and onto the street at all times because you can only have yeah, a certain amount of people. Which also uh, has a sense of irony to it of like we want to keep people safe and yeah. how we're going to do that is by having them bunched up fucking nose to ass. Exactly. 
a hundred kilometers back outside the store. Yeah, that's what they that's what they do at the testing clinics. <laughs> mm. Everybody lighting. I did find that ironic. Yeah. All these people are queued up for testing. Like if you if you didn't have COVID in the queue, you got it. Yeah. In the queue. Like saw- by the time you got to the front of the queue, you caught it. You're fine. <laughs> Everyone's positive. I saw a great tweet the other day and it said something like, I recommend if you haven't gotten if you haven't caught COVID yet, get the vaccine until you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice, Gary. So, you Makes know, sense. myself and Lady Books, we've spoken about this situation. The, the bottle shops are going to be a nightmare. You know what? Let's make COVID work for us. Let's do fucking delivery, Greeno. I'll get all the grog nice. I need. I'll order it online. We'll do it nice and early. I'll get it delivered on like the Tuesday of Christmas week. So we've got four okay. or five days up our sleeve. Days, yes, nice. And I'll just, you know, because every, everyone's trying to get in on the Friday. Exactly. You got in early. I yeah. like it. And it'll just store all the grog, the Christmas and New mm-hmm. Year grog in, you know, the studio until we get to that time of year and then we'll just load the fridge up. Should be easy Once enough. again, for our American listeners who asked this last time, grog is beer, booze, any kind right. of liquor. Any kind. Yeah, yeah. it's just piss, really. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't know what piss is either. Nice, it's, yeah, liquor. Yeah. yeah, grog. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to load it up in the studio. We'll use it when we need it. Now, the the service. Now, why itself- did you go studio? Is there a particular reason why you went to studio and not the uh, the lady Boog's office? Yeah, I'd like to keep it close to me at all times, Greeno. I okay, like to keep call. an eye yeah. on the booty. You know, I'm going to be sitting yeah. atop the pile of gold. Uh, with a shotgun. Okay. I'm not just going to put it in a room somewhere and forget about it. Can't be doing that, Green. And near the, and near the fridge as well, because there's a fridge in the, in the in studio, the studio well. also. Exactly. Okay. There is. Makes sense. Yes. Less, less, less travel from uh, emptying of said carton to said fridge. Well, Got to reduce that extra travel time. Correct. And so yeah. we'll store it in there. We'll get to, you know, Christmas Eve, and then I think that's when I'll take it out and start putting stuff in the fridge to make sure we're ready to go that night for a few coldies, and then the next day we're all set, we're all cooled off, we're all ready to rock and roll. So the stuff comes over, it gets delivered, it gets dropped off, everything's there, fantastic, sign here, off you go, fucking Merry Christmas, into the studio it goes, and then on Christmas Eve, all right, it's time to break out the boxes. And to my horror, Greeno, to my... Absolute horror. Because here's what I ordered. I ordered three bottles of champagne. I -hmm. ordered a box of sparkling Shiraz, a box of Pinot, and two cases of beer. And I received three bottles in a bag, two boxes of wine, and two boxes of beer, right? But yeah, happy days. You're like, hey, order's all here. Order's all here, ready to go. I don't even need to check the fucking thing. It's all there. I can see it. Let's rock and roll. Now well, six boxes. I've signed the invoice, but let's move on. Let's move on with our lives. Fucking Merry Christmas. So yeah. I get these boxes out and I inspect them and then I open one up expecting to pull out a bottle of sparkling Shiraz greener and instead a bottle mm-hmm. of champagne is in my hand. What the Ooh, fuck no, is no, this? No, you, you ordered three bottles. We got the three bottles. That's right. You, you dick. dick. Because we should be, hang on a minute. Well, then, so I check. I'm like, well, what's in the bag? You know, sometimes, Greeno, they mix them up. They might have put they three in the box. Yeah. yeah. So I go and check the bag, and wouldn't you know, three bottles of champagne in the bag. I'm like, well, maybe they've just messed one up. And I, I keep looking through the box, and no, they're all champagne, Greeno. Not one bottle of sparkling Shiraz arrived in the order. Now, you, now you're sitting on nine champers. Now I'm sitting on nine champers at one o'clock in the afternoon on Christmas Eve. And it's starting okay. to dawn on me 
that the only yeah. way that we can restore the balance here, the only way that we can seek restitution for this horrible, horrible fucking crime that has been committed against me is I'm going to have to do the thing that we were trying to avoid, and that is go into the lion's den at the worst possible time at like two or three Christmas in the afternoon, Eve, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve yeah. when all the tradies are knocking off, Greeno. Because yeah, that's you when you'll that. be, oh, mate, so there's going to be work utes and fucking trucks and shit parked Slab, everywhere. Slabs of VB flying out the door at that point. Right. So I'm here I am thinking, oh, like, I've, I've dodged the draft, Greeno, and now they're sending me to the mm. front line anyway. I can't fucking it. believe it. On the last day, just before they drop the fucking nuke on the place, they're like, all right, in you go, Boogs. In you go. That's go it. get Charlie, them, Tiger. Charlie's everywhere, Damo. Charlie's everywhere. So yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm like, okay, what the fuck am I going to do? Well, first of all, let's calm down. Let's explore every option here before I just, in a fit of rage, which I probably would have done in my younger days, in a fit of rage, throw the fucking box in the back of the car and to drive off down to the bottle shop for, you know, 100 mile an hour and then just barge my way to the front of the line and say, no, no, I'm not a customer. I've already fucking paid for this. Something like that. Did you did you think of taking some existing Shiraz you might have had in your cupboard, hmm. mix it with with the crate of champagne, hmm. and create your own blend of sparkling <laughs> Shiraz? Can't say I did. Okay. Nice. I was just putting put ideas out there. Okay, good idea. I think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, we didn't do that. So anyway, I'm thinking I'm going to have to explore all these options. I'm not driving to the fucking place. I know what I'll do. Oh, I'll call them up, Greeno. I'm sure this big company has got a fucking hotline or something. Got a phone. Someone, someone's got to, got to be on the dial. Christmas Eve. Someone's got to be working the phones, Greeno, down at this fucking it's, place. There's got to be an overseas Indian call center fucking on the line. Anything. Well, wouldn't you yeah. know it? Nothing, Greeno. Not no, one thing. Ah, in fact. different. Time zones, India, different. Yeah. No, 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 no. It had nothing to do with time zones, my friend. <laughs> Even though you may suspect that. No, no, no. It's far worse than that. So you call the hotline and it says, hi, welcome to the such and such. Should I say the name of it? I shouldn't say the name. No, nah, don't, don't say the name. Why? Because they're so massive, they'll probably sue us into oblivion for yeah, this true story. Yeah. So anyway, Dan- no, no. This true story. This this has, this has a positive ending. So mm. it's not a bad story. It ends up showing. You know, we're not going to say the name though, because then it becomes advertising. Yeah. Because it becomes a positive story, and I don't want to give them positive publicity. Because ah. fuck them. They ruined the order in the first place. Okay. So fuck them. They ruined the order in the first place. We're not going to mention who they yeah. are, but it's the big one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's the big one. So anyway. Yeah. I call up, it rings, it goes through, and I get a voice. And they all, you always have, you know, an option where it's like, that's this, that's just what you get these days. It'll be like, hi, press one for this. Press two if your order arrived and you weren't expecting it. Press three if your order did not arrive at all. That kind, that's what I'm expecting. Instead, press four if you've had a dead rat in your bottle of Shiraz. Yeah, like usual that. stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm expecting. Anyway, the phone gets picked up and a young lady recording answers and it says, hi, welcome for calling the such and such hotline. If you have an issue or something that needs to be resolved, go to the website. And then it hung up on me, Greta. Nice. That's, a, <laughs> nice that's the greatest hotline nice, ever. Gary. I mean, give a nice Gary. So the purpose of the hotline is purely <laughs> to direct you to the website. The website. Right. But normally it's the opposite. Normally you go to the website and it says, look, we can't help you. Go give us a call. Give us a call. We'll help you out there. Yeah. Nah. 
They're doing it. They're doing a reverse. They're mixing shit up. I like it. This throwing, is why they're the market leader. Throwing a spanner in the works. So I go onto the you're website like, now. Call, call the number because they've already got you fifty nine cents at that point. It's yeah. like a sex hotline. When, when you call the hotline, you, mm-hmm. you're paying for that shit. They get a little cut, and they're like, "No, no, go on the website." Mm-hmm. And then they'll get some advertising dollars from the website because you call, you go to the website, and you're like, "Oh, they got this one special as well." Oh, while well, I'm here, you might as well order, you know, <laughs> another box of sparkling charats. <laughs> and you know, if you call and hang up after ten seconds, they'll still charge you for the whole minute. You know, that's you how those places work. On. Yeah, it's that's it's how like it works. Yeah, four ninety five me per minute. You know, actually yeah. means if you're in there for one second, you round it up. Yeah, that's it. They take the whole minute off you. So I'm at this point, I'm pacing around the house and I'm starting to stress and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Because the other thing I'm thinking, too, is, Greeno, I'm going to go all the way down there and they're not going to have any of what I want left either because I ordered it on fucking Tuesday. Right? Yeah, there might be none left. I was ahead of the curve, baby. I I got in before when I knew the place was going to be well stocked. So you thought? Or so I thought. So I'm pacing around the house and I'm I'm logged onto the website on my phone now and I'm looking for wherever I can find a fucking phone number that's going to work. And instead, the only option for, you know, some kind of restitution in these events, Greeno, is to speak with somebody in one of those online chat rooms. The chats are good because you've got a, a, a 15-year-old in India, mm. once again, it's all India, uh, who's on about a buck 80 an hour, yep. and he does not give a fuck. He does not give a single fuck. So I get on there, nah. and I'm. it says, it says, okay, thank you for joining the virtual chat. Uh, you yeah. are, Greeno, get this, you are 45 in the queue. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're, lucky, you're lucky to be fucking 45 in the queue on Christmas Eve. Christmas you should Eve. be 445 at this point. This fuck-up's everywhere. Yeah. It's Christmas Eve. People need their booze. Yeah. yeah, you could be right. But at the same time, I'm fucking pissed off, Greeno, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> because this is You've shit got, I shouldn't be having to deal with in the first place. Out of that 45, how many you reckon were customers who were pissed off that they didn't get any phone sex when they called the, the number? I don't know. 12, maybe? 12 of the 45? Nice, maybe 12. 12 might be pushing yeah. it a little. There's an idea for Dan Murphy's got to fix that. I know nothing about booze. You know nothing about customer service. Between us, we fixed it. If Dan Murphy's on that phone hotline got a, got, got some, like, adult workers there. <laughs> to, to keep to, you to occupied. Calm, to calm angry alcoholics, hmm. I guarantee they've managed to appease the situation before it gets to the point of a complaint with any booze-related issues when it comes to delivery. I'd like to think. I'd like to think that while you're on hold, you know, the young mm. phone sex operator is like, "Baby, I want to. I want you to fucking stick your dick in me so hard." I want you to fuck me hard, Daddy. Oh, oh, I'm sucking on your balls now. And then just as you're you're like, oh, yeah, that's so good. I can't believe how good this hold service is. And then just when you're about to, it's like, hello, my name is Ravi. Will you please start by giving me your number? Nice, Gary. Give fucking nice, Gary. You beat me to it. Well done, sir. <laughs> so I'm 45 in the fucking no, queue. No, wait a second. No, no, you're saying Ravi's not going to get you to completion? No, no, thank you, sir. Could you please stop? <laughs> Please to be stopping touching your penis. Do uh, you have a complaint about your uh, service? Nice, Gary. Please, sir, if you could stop masturbating, please. <laughs> so we can fix your problem today. So I'm 45 oh, in the queue. Yeah. I'm not touching myself at this point, but it's getting there. And I'm slowly watching the numbers dwindle away. Now, at this point, Greeno, 
it becomes a bit of a game of cat and mouse. It's a bit, a bit of a game of chicken, you see, because I'm watching the clock getting later and later, and I know with every passing second, it's getting busier and busier at that bottle shop, right? It's Christmas yeah, you're, Eve. You're already, yeah, it's okay, though. You're, you're in a good spot in the queue. Yes, but I'm also thinking, what the fuck is this guy going to do? I need to replace a carton of wine. How is he going to be able to do that from the other side of a fucking website on Christmas Eve? It's not going to happen. He's just going to send me to the store. Right? Can I interject your story with a bit of personal customer uh, service experience? Now, I used to work in retail on Christmas Eve every single year from the time I was 14 to the time I was probably 23 maybe, Hmm. there or thereabouts. Now, that's a lot of years to be dealing with dickhead customers on Christmas. Now, what I've noticed is there's peak periods. Now, the arse end of the day, you're actually not in too bad a position because everyone – assumes that at the end of the day it's going to be busy. The end of the day ends up being the quietest portion in the service service industry because everyone's already rocked up early trying to beat the crowd, uh, thus leading to no crowd at the arse end of the day. So you would have been okay if you had to go to the store. So you're saying it's better to leave your family home alone on Christmas Eve and go and do the groceries than it is. Right. <laughs> so go and do it around dinner time. When everyone else is at home with their family, You that's when you go out. Daddy, no, that's no. I duck out. Yeah. yeah. Shut up, kid. I've got to get bread. <laughs> please, please don't be stop touching yourself, sir. If you could stop touching your penis, please. Ravi, I will touch what Ravi. I want. Yeah. Uh, right, fuck so you, Ravi. So we're in the queue, yeah. and I'm watching the numbers go down, and I'm what, thinking what do you to myself. Ravi's wearing in, in the <laughs> Do you reckon he's wearing like a negligee or something? No, I reckon he's, he's wearing a traditional like Indian tunic or something. Yeah, because ah, he's okay, in yeah, Mumbai. Yeah. He's in Mumbai, Greeno. He's not going to be dressed like fucking Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> there's no what? There's no negligees? There's no lingerie market in uh, in India? No. Unless they merge the sex workers uh, division of the, of the phone. Oh, everything's getting offshore these days. Yeah. I guarantee Ravi will be. So will Ravi be will be actually doing... Ravi be doing no, both no. both the phone sex and the tech support. And the tech support. <laughs> yes. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. If you could please log into your account and then I am touching your penis. <laughs> and unzip your fly. That would be fantastic. So I'm in the queue. Can I'm you, watching it go down. I'm playing this. Your, can you share your screen with me, please, sir? <laughs> share your screen, please. Can you put your camera on, sir? Please put the camera on on your anus, no. please, sir. Tilt. tilt. Tilt the camera down, please, sir. <laughs> down. No, lower. All right, sorry, continue. You're in the queue. Yeah, you're panicking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the queue and I'm I'm doing this calculation like because I'm not it's not the end of the day, Greeno. It's like two or three in yeah. the afternoon. Like I said, it's tradie, it's peak tradie period at the bottle shop. So I'm like, oh God, do I just go now or do I do I persist with this? Which I could be here for an hour waiting, and then it could might not get resolved. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm watching it, and I'm like, it's down to thirty five. It's down to thirty. You know what? I'm fucking going down with the ship. Let's see what happens. Fuck it. I like. So after I'd say about another, like I said, forty minutes or thereabouts, forty five minutes. Finally, Lawrence jumps on the other end of the chat box, Greeno. Young yeah. Lawrence. Now, I assume Lawrence is a man, but who knows, really, to be honest. Could be Ravi. We don't know. We so, don't know. And once again, we don't want to gender specify. We just want to keep it neutral. That's right. So, Lawrence. It's, it's, it's Christmas Eve. It's already after one. We don't want to be, you know, ruining anyone's Christmas by, you know, putting gender stereotypes on them. You know, they might have a dick since they're male or vice versa. You're very thoughtful uh, like that. Yeah. 
you got to be nice on Christmas, you know, thinking of everyone, the charitable spirit. Mm. Even though said people would probably be an abomination in the eyes of God, apparently, Carino. No, nah, we don't think about that. We don't think about the, the you know, the logic behind it. Merry, just, you know. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm talking to Lawrence. So I'm talking to Lawrence and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pissed at this point. Lawrence jumps on and he's like, hello, can I help you? What's the problem? It's text form only, though, of course. I'm not talking to Lawrence. Course, yeah. It's text form only. And I very yeah. quickly explain the situation. He asked me, do you have the invoice or whatever it is, the receipt number? Of course I do. I've got it mm-hmm. loaded or everything ready to go. He says, all right, give me a couple of minutes and I'll get back to you. And this is where I'm expecting the fucking the chat room to just freeze or shut down randomly. You know, that's what I'm expecting. Yeah. It's like when you've been on hold for 45 minutes and you just, you know yeah. that you're going to get accidentally quote unquote hung up on and you'll have to go through the cut whole off, process. Yeah. Again. Sorry, can't cut off there. Can't hear. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm expecting that kind of situation. Now, Lawrence comes back to me and he says, look, here's what we're going to do for you, Boogs. This is what I've sorted out. I have arranged for a box of sparkling Shiraz, which is what I ordered, which did not arrive. He said, look, I've arranged for one of these to pop around there within the next two hours. Is that acceptable? Wow. Is that acceptable? Fucking oath, nice, Fucking oath is acceptable. And I said, the expectation, Lawrence. You're the man. Right. Oh, Lawrence is going above and beyond. Would you like me to touch my penis now, sir? Please. <laughs> so, well done, Lawrence. Let's celebrate Lawrence. And I said, look, that's perfect because what I'll do is I'll give the box that you sent me to the courier when he gets here and he can take it back to the store. And he replies to me, Green, I get this. No, no, don't worry about that. You, he, he won't be taking anything back off you. You just hang on to that. Nice, Gary. One-way one courier. Fucking nice, Gary. One-way so, courier. So once again, COVID's only- working for us, you see, because there can't be any wow. exchange of goods here. He's only allowed to drop it off and leave. I can't give right. him anything in return. Exactly. So in 2022, over that fucking Shiraz, you can't take that back. That's right. So I scored a free case of champagne out of it. I got hand delivered the case that was missing. All was well. Yeah. Um. You know, and for in 2022, Greedo, to kick off 2022, everyone's getting fucked by COVID, but COVID scored me a nice free case of champagne, and that's my story. I like stories about pinatas. Thank you very much, COVID. Uh, the ultimate kick in the dick, though, is you were so sick on New Year's Eve that you couldn't actually drink any of the free champagne. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. Special little spot, tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Can't be old movies and old cartoons. We hope to see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot, tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Can't be old movies and old carto
joy of Pessy. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons, eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies, the ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on delight. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, on this uh, paying tribute to Barry White edition of the show. Farewell, Barry White. Rest in peace. Farewell, Barry. I mean, what Rest a, in peace, what a legend he was. Yeah. Um, the outpouring I saw on uh, on social media and whatnot for, mm. for the passing of the great man, yep. um, it was lovely to see. It's nice to see legends remembered uh, correctly, you know what I mean, yeah. uh, when, they, when they pass away. Their legacy, uh, Bruno. Very important. Yeah, you got you got to make sure you honour their legacy in, in the most appropriate way possible. Mm. So, um, yeah, very nice. Nice to see some Barry White uh, coming out of the break. And like I said, this is the the Barry White tribute show. So we'll we'll make sure we keep on honouring the great Valet man. Barry. Uh, yeah. Valet Barry, spot on, exactly. Ah, uh, Damo. Now uh, we've we've talked about a couple of COVID conspiracy theories over the course of the last couple of years, mm. and, and I, I thought of an, I thought of another one, Damo, over the last couple of weeks. Now, okay. for the, our American listeners. Uh, we had a bit of a, a Nostra block situation mm. about two months ago where uh, Victoria was on top. They, they held the record and, and by a fair margin where they set a record number of new cases in a day. New like COVID that. cases, record number. of And we, we had them for like a good couple of months, I reckon, and then they just kind a of crept months, over yeah. the line. Yeah. They, they, they pipped us at the post and we're like, look, all you good. Know, well uh, done. You know, fair game. You know, good game. Credit, Victoria. Credit is due. Yeah. They, they, they got us a, and we're like, look, we'll, we'll pay our respects. But then we knew in the back of our minds our our new prime minister, Don Perignon, who uh, said, look, fuck it, we're just going to open up. We're going to go nuts. We're going to go nuts. Open up. If you want to spin each other's mouth now, that's okay. You know why, Greeno? vaccinations. That's right. Because it's because, Greeno, he's such a proud New South Welshman. And that's why we like him here on the show. He said, you know what? We're not going to take a back seat and let these fucking Victorians take over mm. here. We're not going to let them run. We're not going to let them run the show when it comes to exactly. COVID cases. Fuck that. We're New South yeah. Welshmen. Let's fucking put them in their place. 
All the best exactly. cricketers so, come from here. You know, let's yeah. go. Big ashes on the way, Greeno. We're kicking ass. Let's do it. So and we and, and Dom said, look, we're gonna we're gonna do it as a big old fat Christmas present because right. uh, we want people to open our Christmas day to a new record. And fuck me, did he not deliver? Yeah. Uh what are thirty eight thousand new cases today? Nice, shits. Gary. And well absolutely shits on the five thousand record Victoria held back in the day. That's right. At, uh, we we are basically the Don. Uh, in Australia when it comes to new COVID cases in comparison. Like uh, Victoria with, with a Smitty, mm. uh, you know, very respectable, you know, five, yeah. eight grand, whatever it may have been. Yeah. But we're up there going, okay. Now, the really, the really amazing part, Greeno, and this is, this is what makes me proud to be a New South Welshman is because mm-hmm. we have not only, you know, full-on surpassed whatever Victoria could do in terms of getting COVID cases up there, you know, in, in, you know yeah. we've – We've multiplied their best score by seven times. We're seven times better and bigger. Seven times better, yeah. We're smashing it. And what I all like about it, Greeno, is we're doing it safely because despite the fact that our case's number is seven times bigger, same amount of deaths, Greeno. Nice, Gary. Isn't that yeah, weird? Isn't that weird? Look, it is a little bit disappointing, though. I would like to see those numbers go up. You want more up. deaths, do you? Okay. Well, I don't, uh, if we're going to take one record, we might as well take them all, correct? Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, all right. So can we start uh, getting some of you – can we start getting some of you lingering life lovers to kick the bucket, for fuck's sake? We've got to put the Victorians yeah. in their play screener. Because kind of like, well, we, yeah, we've set the run-scoring record for the year, but, you know, we haven't got the individual highest score yet. That's true. You know what I mean? Got to like, get the fastest to- lap. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We want to make sure we're covering all bases because we don't want to get those pesky Victorians overtake us in any way, shape, or form. No. But it got me thinking COVID conspiracy, right? Okay. Because everyone's now at the point where you've got to get your booster. Hmm. You've got to get the booster. Go out and get a booster. Get Christmas fucking, what are you going to get people? Are you going to get them a nice little, you know, scented candle? Fuck it. Get them a booster. You're going nah, to you're gonna get them a starting block take-home rapid COVID test. Take home. <laughs> Spot on. So, but, but I was like, oh, hang on a sec. Hang on. Hang on. There's not enough of the boosters anymore because people are going to get the booster and they're like, sorry, we're short again. Sorry, we forgot nice, to order Gary. enough. Um, so my, my conspiracy theory is yeah. the reason uh, Don Perignon has let COVID run rampant is because you're not allowed to get the vaccine if you've had COVID in the last six months. Right. He's just preemptively planned for the lack of boosters, knowing that, hang on, if we have, you know, 800,000 people who have had the Rona, in the last six months, that's 800,000 boosters we don't need to provide anymore. Nice, Gary. Nice, Thinking Gary. business. Thinking so I like ahead. it. I like, I like the way he's thinking too because he's basically, at that point, he's basically treating our state like it was, you know, parents having a play date with the chicken pox for other kids. It's yeah. like, you know what? Spot on. Invite everybody over. <laughs> okay, everybody go out, mingle, mm-hmm. spread, you know, spread around, play with each other, eat with each other. It's all going to be okay. And then when everyone gets sick, he's like, thank God, we got it all covered while they're young, Greeno. Mm-hmm. And because the old people exactly. are already dead. <laughs> nice, Gary! So we don't have to worry about them, do we? Exactly. Yeah. Um, now that's that's one aspect. Now that's got that got me thinking about boosters, right, okay. Damo? We're yeah. gonna we're gonna boost up. Yeah. Now uh, the worst part for me about boosters mm. is the fact that now I have to hear everyone on social media talking about the fact they've got their fucking booster. <laughs> booster pride, Greeno. Booster life. Listen, right? It was it was like the original vax. Everyone's like, oh, fucking hey, here here it is. Here it is. I've got it. Blah, blah, blah. I don't need to fucking hear about it. Go get it. Get it done. It's fine. Uh, go nuts. 
I don't need to fucking hear about it. Now, you know, the cherry popper, the cherry popper Jenny B once said to me uh, in, a, in a chat room, Greeno, she said, uh, what happens when the triple vaxxed start fighting with the double vaxxed? Because right now. Yeah, and that is fucking flat out what's going to happen. Exactly. Because now the double vaxxed and now the unvaxxed because the vax <laughs> yes. didn't work in the first place. Yes. It's not quite vaxxed enough. Correct. So you got a bit of vax, but you're not full vax. It's kind of like putting a condom on, but just on the tip. Yeah. Like I just yeah. put on the tip and I'll just, I'll just insert it slightly. And hopefully that's enough. You don't. You're not fully. You're not fully recovering it. Mm. It's only just partially on the shaft. One of my favorite things to do is when somebody starts talking about how they're fully vaxxed or whatever. I ask them, define fully vaxxed. Define mm. it. What does it? What does fully to, vaxxed we have mean? To three or four now. Well, that's the I thing. Forget. See, they they they'll say, well, it means you've got your two booster shots. Uh, uh, it means you got your two original shots. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, and then you mm. now you got to get your booster shot as well, and then you're fully vaxxed. And I'm like, so <laughs> I'm like, okay, so. Fully vaccinated means whatever the government says it is at the time. The next level, yeah. Well, because, you know, in six months from now, fully vaxxed will then, the, the definition of fully vaxxed will be four, and then it'll be yeah. five and six. So, I, I'm, I, you know, you basically get them to, like, you know, in a reflective moment, admit that yeah. the definition, you know, these people will, like, trust the science. The thing that they're trusting is a fluid definition that is ever-changing. So, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be fully vaxxed. And it's like, but you're, you're only fully vaxxed until tomorrow when they announce that you're not. And then it's going to change again. Nah, it's, I mean, you gotta, you, once again, you got to get forward thinking like me, mate. Mm. I'm getting six jabs. Six jabs. Nice, nice Gary. Just to be safe. Because that way I'm, all, I'm already a few ahead, right? Mm. So let's say the rules are go from uh, two is now fully vaxxed. Now you need three. Well, I'm already double that. Right. So I'm fucking like double. I'm double vax. Yeah. So I, I've got a good, you know, year and a bit before my my vax parity runs out. You'll be like crusty. The, the, my six. You'll be I'll like crusty yeah, the gonna, clown walking around with COVID vaccine patches, looking for a spot on your spot, ass. Spot on. So my theory is, I'm just going to double down because they say two, four's got to be better, right? So I'll do Definitely. I'll do four when I do two. When they do three, I'll do six. When they say four, I'll go eight. And that way, I, I feel confident in myself that I'm backed up to the tits. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. Yeah. Nice, Gary. Well done. Very good. Uh, we're going to do uh, first show of the year. We're already way behind time. We're going to skip a gnat to start the show. Sorry, Kimmy, because she sent through a political puppies and babies. We're going to skip it. No, we can't skip it. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Nice, no, no, Gary. No. We're, we're not skipping that. Okay. No, no. We're not skipping that. We'll, we'll have to just. This is a new segment. This is a new segment. Not skipping <laughs> not that. Not skipping that. We'll have to skip yes. something else because, you know, while everyone's concerned about COVID and you can't get tests and stuff, Greeno, you've got to think about, look at the political situation, not just here in Australia, but also the United States, Greeno. There's a lot of political turmoil happening there. I mean, we were just talking mm. about 1-6, you know, the terrorists, Greeno, on the 1-6, mm. the terrorists. Uh, you've got you know, you've got shipping crisis. You've got an economic crisis looming. A gas crisis. Greeno, price of foods yeah. going up. Inflation is going you up. Say, you said something in reverse there, and went, "What the fuck happened on the first of June?" <laughs> One six. <laughs> because yeah. that's the because they do their stupid backwards way of doing it. I don't understand. Put the month before on, the day. I had to sit there for a second. I'm like, wait, why are you talking about June for? Anyway, okay. <laughs> so all of these things are going on, and it's like you know what, Greeno. How can we get people to see our leaders in the light that's most appropriate? How can we get our leaders to be shown as the true, you know, guiding lights that they are for all of us? 
And of course, the classic tried and true method, which you and I have been reporting on for quite some time now, mostly in the sporting, yeah, in the sporting journalism world, though. More it's than... very versatile, though, this method. Well, it's and coming out. It doesn't out. matter. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's starting to expand its horizons after all these years. Yeah, well, it's always kind of been there, but it's really kind of, you know, come to the forefront now. recently. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's good to see mindless sports ger- journalism has now truly infected everything else as well. I uh, like it. So, of course, the way you're going to get over that kind of thing is, look at this, Greeno. Biden's add to their family with the new first puppy. Nice, We've got a new puppy, Daddy. Greeno. Right? Uh, hey, hey, look, don't worry. I know gas prices are going through the roof. I know yeah, that you're paying, you, what, four bucks a gallon. Four bucks a gallon. I know you can't afford to buy, you know, a turkey for Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever. Uh, yeah. You'll probably lose your job because of COVID. Illegal immigrants yeah, are flooding over the border. Civil unrest. Yeah. One six. The terrorist screener. Don't forget about that. White yeah, supremacy is everywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You got all this stuff going on. Uh, you've got, you know, NFL players dropping dead and all kinds of shit and just walking out and, you know, you've got all this kind of craziness, but don't worry. You still got, you still got, you still got school shootings every second day. Every second day. Uh, Every minute of every day. Yeah. Still, still got police brutality. But it's all over the place. Fucking don't worry about all that. Don't worry. Cause big Joe got a new doggo, mate. Puppy. Yeah, I think there's a video here with the puppy. If we can have a quick look. Oh, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna give proper context. Puppies and the babies, puppies or wolf and flies. We like to refer to it. Yes, because a new, oh, okay. Can we fucking pause for one second? Yeah. Uh, now, once again, I like I know you like doing serious shit on your show, and we try to avoid serious shit as much as we can. This is on CNN. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong. CNN is meant to be a news service, correct? <laughs> well, it's meant to be, yes, correct. Me- Once again, I use the term meant. <laughs> meant to be a news service. Now, if I, if you, when you got your new puppy, hmm. you sent me a text, right? Like, hey, Greeno, fucking addition to the family. Yeah. Like, check it out. Here's a picture, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Excellent. That is an appropriate form to let someone know that you've got a, a new addition to the family and hmm. you're excited about the puppy, blah, blah, blah. Putting it, it's not fucking news. Mm. We're not gonna we're gonna call Channel Nine. I'm like, hey, uh, I got a story for you. <laughs> uh, front front page news. Boogie got a puppy. Got I'm a like, puppy. What, what yep. do you mean? Have you got a Have you got a video? Mm. We got a video. Get the video. Put it fucking put it up front. Like, like we'll be excited about it. We will get the the moron uh, the host to sit there and be very excited about the puppy. Like fucking send it in. What? This is meant to be news for Christ's sake. Surely there is something else happening in the world that is more important. Then the woof woof was right now. Well, uh, yeah, well, yes, there is all the things we just mentioned that they don't want anyone Ooh. talking about. Greeno, we're talking <laughs> about that one. So instead, we've got Commander in Pooch. Oh Jesus Christ! It's fucking, it doesn't rhyme. It's not even a fucking pun. They've just gone put a put a dog thing in there. Commander in Pooch. No, no, no. Uh, if it rhymed with Chief, perhaps hmm. we, we'd have it. But Commander in Pooch. Fire that guy. Whoever wrote that byline, sack him. Sack, sack him. him now. Get rid of him. Well, yeah. let's see if they redeem themselves with the video, Greeno. He in the Biden White House, the president tweeting this introduction to Commander. Hey, pal. How you doing? How are you? Looks very natural, doesn't it, Greeno? Oh, yeah. That, that doesn't look like they took seven takes. Oh, yep. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. The purebred German Shepherd was a birthday gift for President Biden from his brother. 
And Commander was spotted playing on the South Lawn yesterday. The Biden's beloved German Shepherd champ died in June at the age of 13. There are other German Yes, he died. This is the thing because he's got he's got form, this president, because the other one mm. died, yes, it did, after it attacked a couple of people at the White House, Carino, if you I was remember. Say, did it- did, I thought maybe the uh, the passed away German Shepherd might have some uh, information about pedophiles. Well, no, I'm, I'm thinking that the passed away German Shepherd who kept attacking people in the White House, maybe he, you know, became a problem, <laughs> Greeno. Mm. Maybe, he, maybe he became something that had to be dealt with by people with. in suits and sunglasses. <laughs> My question my question Because it was bad for business to have this dog running around yeah. biting um, people every we, second week. With what knows information he had. That's uh, true. So, my, so we've got to take the fucking you, dog out. Get rid surely of this outrage had to be outrage from the American public. They couldn't get an American dog. Mm, yes, German why, Shepherd. Why very Nazi like Greeno. Exactly. Why they have to outsource? That's true. That's very true. Everyone yeah. knows you know you know the Nazis use German shepherds, Greeno. I don't know if you know that or not. Right. they did. I mean, he's basically Nazi, flaunting Nazi Joe, Nazi Joe yeah. Biden. No, <laughs> the Führer, Gruner. Shepherd. <laughs> so it's not just America, though. This is the fun part here. And there you go. There's this is uh, Kimmy added us on this one. There's lovely Joe with uh, what's his name, Commander Greeno. See, that's a dumb dog right. name. You can't have a three, you know, syllable name for a dog. Commander it doesn't. Dogs like two yeah. syllables. You know, Fido yeah, or but, Rover. Yeah. Right. And a funeral. Führer. Hitler. Nice, Gary! <laughs> Here, Hitler. Here, boy. Come on. Come on, boy. So he's huh? not the only one. Zick because Hale. this is, you're going to fucking love it. That could have been the name of the dog. Zig oh, <laughs> <laughs> Now, if you thought that's where it ended, the guess again. Because clearly, here again, yet again, as you know, I've pointed out many times, Australia's complete lack of imagination. It's like, well, whatever the Americans are doing, we're going to do that. We're going to follow what the Americans do. And not only, so on the left, you have current Prime Minister Scott Morrison. On the right, you have the opposition leader, the would-be Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese. Have a look at this. Or ScoMo and Albo, as they're referred to, because they're going to be Aussie, Buffy, Blokey. That's right. ScoMo and Albo. Now, you can see ScoMo here, he's he's gone with the relaxed T-shirt look, Greeno. Now. As opposed to. Now, my question is, is that a a French poodle that ScoMo is holding? I, look, I don't know what fucking breeds they are, but he's... he's it, it looks like a French poodle to me. This is what I want to he draw your attention to. Holding a baguette. But this, this is no good. This is what I want to draw your attention to, Greeno, and this is, a very, this is meta shit that I'm about to show you here, okay? This is fucking okay. amazing stuff. Now, you need to think about This is Matrix-level stuff here. So mm-hmm. what we have is here the Prime Minister and, and the alternative... And when you say Matrix, are we talking original Matrix or the shit new one? Not the shit... No, this the, the shit new one. <laughs> it's it's okay. the shit new yeah. Matrix. <laughs> It's that level. So what we have here is the current prime minister and the would-be prime minister, okay? And they're desperate for us to think that they are completely different. Like, hey, you like Mm -hmm. me, you don't like him. You like him, you don't like me. It's because we're so completely different. And to point this out, to highlight this, what they have done is, despite the fact that they've both done a puppies and and babies video, like look at me and my cute puppy. So ScoMo's gone with the casual T-shirt look, whilst Anthony Albanese has gone with the business suit. But he's got work to do. <laughs> Anthony Albanese has a white fluffy dog, and ScoMo yeah. has a black fluffy. Nice, dog. Nice, Gary. Yeah. So they're they're different. Gamer. That's right. They're, they're inverted. A different T-shirt and a different coloured dog. 
That's right. So they're so completely different. different. <laughs> okay, and clear <laughs> to illustrate how completely different our lead, current leader and would-be leader are, let's play the two videos side by side at the same time. Hey, Australia, have a happy new year. I know 2021 has been, really has been tough, tough but, you know, we're a strong people, people, we're a confident people, and we can look forward to the future always with confidence in this country. <laughs> we live in the most beautiful country in the world. So the reason why it's so special is because of the Australian So have a great one. Stay safe. Stay COVID safe. Go out there and get your booster shot in the new year, and we're going to have a great 2022. Okay, now, who do you think won the head-to-head, Greedo? The puppies and babies. I'm going to say ScoMo because there was a lot of thumbs-upping and smiling, whereas Anthony Albanese was like, this thing is getting hair all over my suit. <laughs> no, nah, I'm going, I'm giving Albo the points because he didn't try and plug me a booster shot. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. By nose, like not by much, mm. but the the booster, the lack of booster plugs got me. Okay. So, you know, votes going to Albo. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> All right. Should we okay, go to I'm another break? End up doing that second. Nah, fuck it. I'm going to go to story time first. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah, no, I've got sorry. plenty of stuff to go. Actually, what we'll do is we'll skip, uh, we'll skip most of the third segment. We're going to skip okay. all the NBA stat mans. Yep. We're going to do... Uh, we'll just do Oriental Nose Beers. <laughs> we're going to do Road Cricket as Fuck. We're going to do Oriental Nose Beers. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do Unity Day in Segment 3. And we'll end... We'll go to an ad after Chartable. This is all good pre-show nice, stuff here. Gary. It is. This is, kind of, this is what the fans want, Damo. They want to know the behind the scenes. Because normally what would happen mm-hmm. on a real radio show is a producer would be behind someone's ear going, yeah, look, uh, we're going to scrap... Yes, because we're behind time. We need to move that. We're going to move this one up. We do it live on air. We open the kimono perpetually and make it part of the show, even it's though we're already open. behind time. Yeah, yeah. The, there is no kimono. If, you, if you're walking into to the adult rub and tug, hmm. you're seeing everyone getting jerked off. That's am, that's how it works here. I am. Ravi. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I am removing my kimono now. If you're pleased to be. Touching, touching, <laughs> touching your penis, sir. <laughs> Literally no, just had big amount of my nose. Oh, Jesus. All right, that so well, I don't know what uh, the fuck we're doing now, then. I like I stories like about pinatas. So, weeks has been bad. Had an issue with my hose demo. I uh, got one of those real up hoses to water the, water the plants, water the veggie garden. Mm. All good. Got yourself a now, hose link, Greeno. Got myself a hose link. Now, this thing sprung a leak. Oh. So I'm like, look, uh, all right, I've got two options. I can make a brand new one, which I'm not going to do because hmm. I've already got to find eight grand for a transmission. Yep. So I'm going to try and repair said hose in my backyard. It's a backyard hose. Now, I'm like, how am I going to do this because there's not enough hose in, in the front? So I realize I've got a, a separate hose in the front yard that's just kind of sitting there. Hmm. So I found myself... On New Year's Day, at the front of my house, looking dishevelled, cutting about an inch of hose off my front hose. Okay. This has got to look suspect to my neighbours when I'm walking back with literally the exact size of a bong hose that I've just cut <laughs> off my own to walk into my backyard <laughs> to repair. Here's <laughs> me literally just cucking away and just getting an inch of pipe. That's all I needed. An inch of hose, we're all good. Yeah, because you should have uh, you should have made that the night before. That should have been made on New Year's Eve, you know, the bong. But you shouldn't have to go yeah, out in the middle of the day and get the hose. Yeah. 
Well, obviously, I needed a fresh one for, for New Year's Day. God, so. do you remember being well, a teenager and just slicing people's hoses off? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, that was, if that, you wanted it. Well, I, I've intentionally left a hose out the front of my house. A, a decoy. For the kids to cut. Yeah. Yeah, for the kids to cut. Because I'm like, look, hey, look, I understand. We've all been fucking kids. Yeah. If you want to cut it for your bong, go nuts. Just the, the shit ones out the front, cut away. It yeah, it's like, a, it's like a penny. One. It's like a penny tray, Greeno. It's like, you know, yeah, you're free 100%. to take yourself some bong hose, just leave enough for everyone yeah. else. Let's go. That's it. There's literally a, like five meters of it. Go nuts, kids. Enjoy yourself. Have but it. it turns out I was the first one to hack the bong hose. Ah, right. Well, nice Gary. Nice Gary. There you go. Now everyone will see that example and they'll go, no, it is a bong hose. Look, someone's already it's been at it. Yeah. We saw the dude doing it out the front yeah. from his own house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Damo, uh, let's do a quick step back in time uh, before we get to the break. So the last show of the year before we went on a hiatus where, uh, quite frankly, it, it was a horrible show. It, it was downright terrible. terrible. We put no effort in. We got distracted. We were watching cricket the entire time. <laughs> we were. Uh, <laughs> we were watching the cricket we, on the podcast. We were, spot on. Yeah. Um, we, 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 talk, we were sitting there watching cricket for an hour and a half. Then we tried to end the show. Then the play got called off early. Yeah. So we're like, oh, fuck, now we'll start doing the show. But we've got to do the show. And then me and you end up chatting. And then that was the new show. Yeah. And next thing we know, we had like a three-hour episode where we didn't actually do anything that was meant to do on the show. Nice, Gary. So like, nice, Gary. Fucking nice, Gary. I'm like, look, this that, that's a terrible show. Like, I'm not going to pro- promote it too much. Like, fuck, I'm just going to let Sleeping Dogs lie. It was basically me and my mate sitting there watching cricket. Yep. That wasn't a fucking real show, but, hey, we'll put it up on the podcast. All good. Correct. We hit the ratings for that episode for the first time in a year. Hey, nice, nice Gary. Nice, Gary. And not just once, twice. Twice. So we, we came in at... We came in at 168 on the 20th of December, and then we came in at 234 the next day. So there were enough people that went and downloaded an episode of me and you watching cricket (laughs) that we charted back-to-back days, all in the hundreds, (laughs) but enough that we made the charts. So what the people are telling us before we go to a break is less effort, more watchy. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. 
you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian oh, come Dick on, really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, come on, you secretly really love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Tribute show, ladies and gentlemen. As you, in case you haven't heard the news, how could you not, really? Uh, Barry 99 White, years young. 99 years, passed away, unfortunately, while we were away, Greeno. So, very Still, sad. It would have been nice to be able to do the, the live tribute to him on the day he passed, but uh, right. no, we're trying to pay our respects and, and do it as you know professionally as we can. Yep. Uh, and you know what, Bar- you know what, Greeno? Barry White and the rest of the Golden Girls will live on through their music, I think. Exactly, 100% right there, sir. And uh, nice couldn't Gary. have said it better. Nice, Gary. What up, Barry? Uh, Damo, uh, Uni Day. Fuck, man, we're not far off. Yes. We're only 19 days away from Uni Day. And good uh, news, good news. During the Christmas break, Troy got in touch with me. He's like, boys, I apologize. Uh, uh, seriously, he's been a little bit busy. He's been a little bit busy, but he's like, look, I've been working on the shit in the back burner when it comes to roles, duties, responsibilities. Now, And look, I never had any doubts about Unity, Troy. I think, you know, you kind of dragged me into this kind of Troy hate session, you know, because you're like, you know, (laughs) Boogs, we need to to kind of get the smoke up, uh, Unity, Troy, because we haven't heard anything. He only works, you know, he's employed. It's a 12-month contract because it takes 12 months of planning to put all this kind of thing together. And as our celebrity liaison, he has, you know, he, had, he did get in touch with me a while ago, Greeno, and say, look, it's been difficult to kind of rub shoulders with the celebrities because he hasn't been able to sneak into the celebrity parties like he was able to before. See, so, Troy likes the personal touch. He, right. he doesn't like to do things over email or fax no. or, you Don't know. Face-to-face uh, with Troy. That's how he works. He likes to get, yeah, face-to-face, body-to-body, boob-to-boob, whatever it may be. Like, and handshake if, if, deals. If 
Exactly. Everything is a handshake. There's no there's no paperwork for, you know, tax reasons. Um, so Because we only we get paid that. in Mountain Dew for a reason. It means, you know, mm-hmm. we get paid in Mountain Dew, therefore they don't track our, our Swiss bank accounts. So exactly, you know, that's yeah. the way we there's work. No tax. Like they, no, no matter what nation you, you look at their tax guidelines, there's no particular guideline for Mountain Dew payment. That's right. We're on uh, the Nick Nolte blue chips. We're on the Nick Nolte blue chips payment plan, Greeno, here at the starting <laughs> exactly. block. Exactly. From management. Spot on. Yeah. Uh, so thankfully, uh, because Troy couldn't take care of the, uh, the body-to-body responsibilities, mm. he's been working on the roles and responsibilities in the background yep. for us. Because mm. we're struggling. We're like, we've got all this crew. And this is why, this is why Troy's so important yeah. to, when it comes to the indie day. Because I can sit there and I can recruit your Brunella Cheers. Mm. I can recruit your John Getz. I can get your Hillary Swanks. Yep. Uh, I can get your Anna Klumskis. But... What the fuck are we meant to do with him? And that's where Troy comes into play because yeah. normally he takes care of all of it. You but provide the pieces. The you provide the pieces, and he puts the chessboard together, Greeno. Exactly. He's yeah. got his pawn there. He's got he's got his queen. He's got he's got his rooks. He's ready to go. Hmm. Uh, so he, he let me know. He's already he's already got in touch with all of our uh, all of our peeps, and he, he's let them know what they're going to be aware. So I can proudly announce okay. uh, some Unity Day updates all right, today. Let's go. Let's so do firstly. It. Hillary will be opening a sperm bank as a way for people to earn extra money now that job save is finished. Okay. Because people are a bit tight, Damo. The yeah. COVID has fucking put the pressure, put the pressure on the hip pocket. So let's get to the crutch pocket. Well, the fuel's uh, going up, you've so- got inflation, the economy greener, you know, you can't afford to buy meat anymore. There's no meat left on the show. Can't afford to buy rats, yeah. Damo. There's fucking kind of rats, a hundred bucks each. Now will so, Ravi be working uh, at the sperm bank as well? Can we get Ravi in uh, on Unity Day? Because he might be, you know, yeah, if you need can... a little bit of, if you might need a little bit of yeah. a help along, we can just have Ravi on the other yeah. end. You put on a set of headphones in the booth, Greeno, and Ravi mm. talks you through it. Press one if you are experiencing like difficulty having an erection at this time. <laughs> yes, fucking now we're talking. Okay, Very good talking. point. Nice, okay, Gary. excellent. We're going to get Ravi in to work at Hillary Hillary Swank's uh, sperm bank. Yeah. Uh, Troy's point out, it's going to be nothing dirty or depraved. It'll be very upmarket. Yes, uh, like a lab. Title of it, uh, Hillary Swank's Swanky Swank Bank. <laughs> nice, will be the, the title of, of the store with Ravi included in case you, you need any kind of service help. Yes. Uh, I, I like that. Well done. Yep. Now, as you leave uh, the Hillary Swank Swanky Spank Bank, hmm. BE will be involved again this year. Oh, we'll be well handing done. out stickers saying, yeah, uh, BE will be handing out stickers saying thanks for the wanks. Uh, so you can proudly sport them. Okay. Proudly sport them across your chest throughout the course of Unity Day. So then everyone, uh, so everyone made, will know. That's right. Everyone in the Unity Day premises will know if you proudly wear your sticker. Everyone will know yeah. that you have been in there masturbating. <coughs> Spot on. All right. No, 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 not masturbating, contributing. It's like a blood donation, but with jizz. That's why we yeah. will be offering a free small Coke to anybody who does have the I'm a Masturbator sticker on their chest when they head to the uh, Dean Hutton Memorial Tuck Shop, Greeno. Yes, yes. Well, because yeah, we, we don't have, have Dean. We don't have Dean. We because actually we solved the Dean Hutton problem because we wanted him back. We loved him, but there were certain legal yeah. reasons why he, he had to be. That's yeah. right. Because after all that incident, Greeno, the tragic incident you remember with the scalding mm. of all the children with the boiling water at Dean Hutton's yeah. stall. So what we're doing now, though, is because of COVID, we're going to have Dean appear via Zoom, and then everybody's safe. We're going to put him up on a big screen. 
and it's the Dean yep. Hutton Memorial Tuck Shop. So you'll have a video of oh, Dean okay. cooking the cooking the the food, but he won't mm. actually be doing it. We'll have professionals instead. No, I've food. got some good news in relation to the food, Damon. I've oh, recruited yeah. a couple more. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I have. Hmm. No, I'll get to Troy's uh, Troy's updates first, and then I'll get to the food in, in a moment. Okay. So uh, Troy, Troy's also found out, because he's done some research, why we haven't heard from Anna Klumsky, hmm. who's also joining us for the show. Right. Uh, you know, it's not it's got nothing to do with bees, apparently. There's not going to be a honey pit. Right. Uh, it's it's not definitely got nothing to do with Macaulay Culkin, because he won't speak to her anymore. Nothing to do. Yeah. Correct. So apparently Troy's found out through his, you know, through the interwebs. She's Content. in a relationship and living with recursive life, uh, recursive life with famous linguist and well-known pants man, Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. Oh, so, it's been hitting that clumsky yes. pump, clunge, Greeno, this whole time. Exactly. So Troy's in, uh, in talks been with tapping that old, old Noam's been tapping that my girl ass, Greeno. Spot on. Like so that? Troy's in talks with Anna Klumsky Chomsky, as she's now known, <laughs> about being the musical act, trying to talk it into doing some Jimmy Somerville covers and calling it Klumsky Comsky Does Bronsky. Nice, so we're looking forward, looking forward to that. Uh, thanks for Troy for putting that together. Now, B's also done some – B's also pointed out in the background that uh, Unity Day falls on the 26th but Bruno Lechia's birthday is on the 27th. That's right. The day after Unity so, Day. Spot on. So as a gift mm, to, to Bruno, Bruno, yeah. <laughs> to Bruno, we've from the got country. All to, from from, no, from, from us, everyone. Personally. No, from everyone uh, at Unity got, Day. If we're ever in Unity Day involved, hmm. we've got his good friend from All Together Now, Gary Who, <laughs> nice, to also be part Gary. of the show. Gary Who's going to make a surprise appearance on Bruno's birthday. On Bruno's birthday. Now, Wonderful. the problem is, who wants to be on first? So we're going to have to open the show <laughs> with Gary Who. Fuck. That's how he... That's nice, how was Troy's Gary. joke. You fucking Troy and nice Gary for that joke. Yeah. That joke was too funny for this show. All the funny oh. jokes in the show end up coming from Troy. Now, that brings us to uh, our, our new arrival. So Troy has come up with ideas for what we're going to do with our existing people. Hmm. Still need, still need an update on what we're going to do with John Getz uh, there, there, Troy. We need to work, make sure we've got something sorted because I don't want him just harassing people in the back in the That's back room, right. in the green room. Correct. Uh, but uh, good news because everyone said, look, we need something for the kids, Greeno. We need something that's going to entertain the kids, a bit of you know variety, a bit of excitement. I'm like, I've got the one man that fits into the sexual harassment theme that's also the kids will be excited about and everyone will be pumped up. I'm bringing in Pluck-a-Duck. <laughs> nice, Gary! Now, why does Pluck-a-Duck fit with the sexual harassment theme? Is that because he well, rubs up remember... all the ladies when he's dancing around? And... Correct, sir. So if you remember Pluck-a-Duck, he used to sit there and dry hump all the guests if they won a car or won any random prize on the Pluck-a-Duck wheel. So Pluck will be in here. He'll be turning the wheel, uh, and guests uh, will be winning random prizes at Unity Day. Now, okay. uh, I then had, I then got a call from Klumsky and also from Hillary Swank going, we, we got concerns about the dude in the dark suit hmm. sexually harassing us and dry humping us in the background. Right. Like, fair call. So then I needed to bring in a hitman. I need to bring someone that's going to keep Plucker in line. Hmm. And the person I first thought of was Huey, Ian Huey Hewitson. Oh, you're Ooh, not going to believe. Won't. You're not going to, hang on. Sorry to interrupt, Greeno. We have to interrupt, yeah. though. Because I just typed in Pluck-A-Duck into YouTube, and this is the yeah. video that they gave us. Pluck-A-Duck chasing women out of the ladies' room. Here you go. Yeah. 
Cleary is greener. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not getting a ladies' room. Correct. That's a, that's a male duck right there. That's uh, Very inappropriate. So we need to keep him in line. So I figured the only way we can keep him in line hmm. is by bringing in Ian Huey Hewitson yep. to be roasting chickens on a spit roast. <laughs> nice. That's kind of like a warning for Plucker. Of like, hey, man, if you step out of line, you're going to be on the spit. Well, I don't so know. If you now. if you put a spit roast in front of a sexual deviant, Greeno, that might be a red, Ooh. that might be like a red rag to a bull. Rag to a bull. Next yeah, thing you know, point. next thing you know, Plucker and Bruno Lucia might be spit roasting Ravi at, <laughs> at Dean, Dean Hutton's memorial tuck shop, Greeno. <laughs> Behind the counter. Exactly. <laughs> but it's going to be a good feast either way. And so both of them the both coming. of them did have their I contributed this morning stickers on. I'll have you know too. Exactly. Yeah. So they got, they got some longevity. Yeah. Um, so they're the plans. We've got Pluck and Duck. We've got fucking Ian Huey on a spit, doing a spit roast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be in two different forms, depending on how the sperm bank goes. Yeah. Uh, we've got Hillary Swank covered. We've got Bruno Lachey. We've got the fuck, It's coming together. It is. It's coming together. It's coming together late, but it is coming together. And we never doubted uh, Unity Day Troy through any of this, did we? We knew that he'd always, pr- he'd we always knew, come through. We knew Troy get us coming. Yeah. Exactly. So fantastic. No, scary. Uh, got a bit of uh, bro. Cricket is fart. Um, you got that little video, that clip I, I sent out earlier in the week? I've got you this. There we go. Cricket Australia's only fault with Ash's triumph was the beer it was celebrated with. That's right. So uh, the Aussie cricketers have won the Ashes what, a week ago, a week and a half ago, whatever it may have been. Yep. Sitting down, having some celebratory beers. They just want the Ashes back. Apparently it's a tradition. A- it's, a, it's a tradition for whichever team wins the Ashes, you know, Australia versus England is like, after they win the Ashes, whatever ground they're on, they go out onto that ground and have beers on the ground. Yeah. That's apparently what you do. The English do it when they yeah. win, you know, uh, yeah. they did it here. Was it at the SCG here when they won last time here at like 10, 11? Yeah, it would have been SCG like last time. Yeah, sounds about right. So it's just something you do. It's something that everyone does. Their families go out there. The kids, you know, fucking play around. They run the around field. the field and have a good time. It's yeah. a good time. They get a couple of hours to just enjoy the fucking moment, which is important when you're playing yeah. professional sports. And, exactly. Uh, That's what it's meant to be about. Relax after the game. Celebrate. You work hard all year. Celebrate. Chill. Well, have a beer. That's what you think it's supposed to be about, but what it what it's really supposed to be about, apparently, Greeno, is product placement. Nice, Gary. Yeah, sponsorship. Sponsorship, because the guys were enjoying their beer after winning the Ashes against England, and they've now had uh, a dog put up them, Greeno, because they mm-hmm. were pictured drinking the wrong beer. Nice, <laughs> They weren't drinking the, the sponsor beer, which I think is shitty VB, isn't it? Or something Spot on. Like so yeah, oh, the, the boys man. after a hard-earned win and a half a hard-earned series win, decided we're going to drink beer we like the taste of, mm. uh, and had a few of those. And once again, no one forced like the there was no professional photos there. No. They've just taken some selfies by it's themselves. A private moment. Private photos. Yeah. Private moment amongst the boys. And then CA's tapped them on the shoulder and gone, hang on a sec, boys. Why aren't you drinking the VB? And obviously Travis Head <laughs> tastes you know, like piss. Ball, and like tastes like piss. We're not going to fucking drink that. It's yeah. terrible. Like. I'm like, yeah, but they're the sponsor. I'm like, mm, get a better sponsor. Get a fucking, you know, get James Squires on board. Get, you know, get that mango beer we drank at Christmas on board. Get anyone on board besides VB. Yeah. Yeah. By VB. So apparently, yeah, they got a little tap on the shoulder going, make sure you're not photographed, you're getting this. Fucking the bro. That is, nice, that is insane. It is. Like when you're, you're telling your players to drink a certain, and, and I, don't get me wrong, I understand it. From from a, a marketing sense of hey, if if there's the TV cameras as part of the overall broadcast coverage that is going out, hey, look, 
can you can you make sure you're not you know smashing beers that aren't the sponsor in that? But if they're after the cameras are down, after the coverage finishes at six pm, whatever it may be, and they're like, we're going to drink this, and because we actually like the taste of this, and they're getting fucking tapped on the shoulder for that, the world cannot recover. <laughs> like yeah. it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's happened before. I've seen it happen before as well, but. It just fucking well, because we've we've um, collectively allowed this encroachment onto you know their personal lives. Like now they have no personal time. It's like no, no. You, if you sign a, a professional sports contract, we own you twenty four hours a day. So every time you go to the club or whatever, you know, you think you're on your own personal time, but you're not because we'll still yeah. fire you if you get up to some shit, or we'll still if you in, if you yeah no. You know, like, we, we don't want to promote alcohol abuse or anything, but fucking drink the VB and stop complaining. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like nice. Oh, nice, Gary. Okay. Well done. Um, it, gets, it gets to NRL court dates, Damo. Hey. Dun, dun, dun. Speaking of court dates. Oh, yeah. What do you bit got? of oriental nose beers, Damo. Nose beers. Uh, known sex pest, uh, Blake Ferguson, who, who's been the the subject of about 12 redemption stories in the Australian media over the better part of the last decade yeah. because he, he fucks up and then they're like, oh, no, he's a good guy, we'll bring him back, we'll do some puff pieces. And then he fucks up again, they do puff pieces. And they keep it's a perpetual cycle and it keeps on going round and round and round. The wheel keeps going, Blake keeps fucking up and they keep on doing puff pieces. This time, he's uh, he, he decided he's like, no NRL team wanted him, so he went over to to French rugby on oh, no, a Japanese, Japanese rugby, rugby where Craig Wing I think is still playing at like the age of 44 and he is a fucking national celebrity over there they love him he would be yeah, yeah he's, he's probably still a good player at that age yeah um, so he's gone over there he hasn't even played a game yet Blake Ferguson right and he's like look here's a good idea I'm gonna get on the nose beers and punch someone in a restaurant <laughs> that's what we're gonna do nice Gary so so <laughs> so he's He's gone in a restaurant. He's fucking high, high as a kite. Punched someone. Then it's been, the police have been called. They've then rocked up, arrested him, hmm. searched him, and then he's got arrested for cocaine possession on the top end of it. I'd like so, to think he was so, in one of those sashimi places or whatever it is, and you know the the mm-hmm. chef was probably throwing little morsels of oysters or whatever at him. And he's like, "What are you fucking yeah. throwing shit at me for? Jump over the fucking hot plate, Greeno, and knock him out." Uh, <laughs> could have been. Could oh, it's scary, but once again, if, you, if you've got some got some coke in your pocket, probably not a good idea to punch someone in a restaurant. Yeah. That may lead to the police being called. Did he? Um, why, I want to. What I want to know is, Greeno, why didn't he run with the "I'm just holding it for a friend" argument? Yeah, I uh, didn't know the trick. Like Blake barely speaks English, let alone <sighs> fucking Japanese. That's a good so, point. yeah. Uh, Unless he could give full credit to the boys, mm. he fucking he didn't have much else to offer the police. Yeah, we're just taking it one charge at a time. Uh, exactly. One court case at a time, so you know, give, got full faith full in the credit, coaching staff. Full credit to my legal team, you full know, credit to the team. Police. everyone. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not just the lawyer, it's not just me. It's the, you know, the press secretary, the chair of the front there. Uh, everyone's you know, working really hard. Yeah, everyone's working hard. You know, best preseason ever. I've seen what they've been doing. They've been hitting the books hard yeah. in, in the preseason, <laughs> pre pre court case. You know, the, these boys have been working hard as, as anyone. Yeah. I, I can't believe how hard they're working. The best shape of their life. These boys mentally. Nice Mentally, they they nice Gary. Um, I know someone can do a stat man. We're gonna do one stat man before we go. I'm a stat man. Josh Giddy, Australian, set an NBA record uh, by becoming the youngest ever player to hit a triple double in the yeah. NBA this week. Fucking nice Aussie guy. guy. Congratulations. Yeah, nice, give him a fucking nice Gary. Gary. Well done. 
Well done, Josh Giddy. And was, uh, he was nothing. 19, 19 years, 84 days. There you go. So there you go. Just a kid, Greeno. He's doing he's doing good work over there with OKC. I must admit, like they're terrible this year. But when when they drafted him out of the NBL, they're like, "What? Really? You picking this guy six? He hasn't even played college ball." But yep. he's um he's crashing out there. He's, he's a good chance for rookie of the year, to be honest. They just spotted something in him, didn't they? Because what was he picked? It wasn't high, was it? No, it was six. It was six? yeah, it was, it was high. Okay. That's what I mean. Like it was quite high up in the draft. And it was like you're picking this random Aussie dude out of the NBL, but because Lamelo Ball was um. Lamar Ball, one of the ball boys, uh, was playing over here instead of going to college. They had a lot of scouts out here the season that Josh was playing. So they're like, oh, this kid's pretty good. And they started scouting him as well. So I think, yeah, Lamelo went one. And this guy went six because they were all out here scouting the uh, the NBL. I wonder so if that'll players. yeah, I wonder if that'll lead to more uh younger That's Australian what, players because what's usually the pathway for Australian basketballers is you kind of you you don't go into go the college. draft in the states, or you you either go to college. But what if you stay in Australia and you play in Australia? The generally the way it goes is you try and get picked up on a contract when you're like twenty five or twenty six, like when you're at your mm. absolute best, and you hope to play like five or ten minutes a game, you know. And then and that's basically the way it's been for a while, uh, unless you're someone like a Patty Mills, for example, who who start again. He started that that was his pathway, and then he just kind of exceeded yeah. it, didn't he? So. Similar with Bogut, yeah. Like he, he went over to the US young and yeah, got into a college system. But, but so I wonder that, if they'll get more happened, scouts coming out because of this and they'll go, hang on, how many other fucking young guys out there can play? You know? Well, it's kind of the reverse because what's actually happened is the college guys in the US, because they don't get paid to play college ball, right? Mm. But the NBL is offering money. Yeah. So that's where uh, the, that ball guy came out to Australia because they're like, we'll pay you a know, quarter of a million to come out and play. Yeah, and you, so and you get to live at, you get to live on the fucking beach or something. You play once a week instead. Of, don't they play like once a week in Australia and once, once every two days? And he, he lived in Illawarra for, yeah, he lived in the gong yep. for, for six six months. And still the, team, the team will put you up in a fucking room for six months or whatever mm-hmm. it is. They'll take care of everything. You live like a king and then you go home. Well, because what happened like is Nike sponsored, I think Nike kind of sponsored it as well. So they got money through that and then it gave more exposure to the NBL. So then the college players were like, hang on, we can earn some money by going over there and still get drafted number one. Yep. Fuck it, we might come to the NBL. So it's it's a good thing for both the young Aussies who are here because they've got the talent. Hmm. Um, but they're getting some bit more exposure if some of the college guys come over and play. So. Nice, Gary. That's that man to, to end the show because Aussie guys in the NBA record doesn't happen all that often. No. Well done. All right, we got any plugs before we go? No, I'll you be doing back. The show tomorrow? Yeah, I will be. Yeah, uh, daily boogie, six p.m. Uh, East Coast, ten a.m. Australian Sydney time. So, yeah. Other than that, let's get the fuck out of here, shall we? <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies If life should reject you, there's me to protect you If I say that your tongue is vicious If I call you uncouth It's simply that Who else but a bosom buddy Will sit down